Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. A chilly start to this Wednesday, 33 degrees right now. It's about what our overnight low was. Get your Christmas tree back out. We in the building <laughs> here are sick of it. Mm -hmm. We don't mind the uh, rain, but we mind the temp. 28 degrees overnight, the low. It's going to be breezy today. I have only 46, but things will get better. They will, but not really that much better because we are not going to get high temps even next week. No. So it's still going to be, but I guess mid 50s and, and high 50s will probably feel pretty good uh, compared to the last few weeks, but I don't see a 70 degree day in our future. Well, yet. it will be in our future. It will be, but not, not in, in the our, next week. <laughs> not in our uh, near future. Well, you never know. The good news. People don't have to worry about how they look in their shorts and bathing suits and tank tops yet. Oh, my goodness. A few more weeks to diet. I know. Speaking of dieting, how many people have lost so much weight this year? I mean, I follow all these people on Facebook. It's mm -hmm. amazing how many people have lost weight. Not me. <laughs> no, I haven't. I need to lose, like, oh, I got a wedding. I, I got a little bit of room. I got to mm -hmm. squeeze into this tuxedo that I, bought, that I own um, so it doesn't fit me like it used to. I've had some clothes in my closet shrink over the winter again. A couple of uh, developments on COVID. Do you know that uh, the CDC yesterday said that 60% of the whole country has had COVID? I think that's low. Yeah. If you ask me, I would think that would be a low number. But um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to tell. I guess if you look in our, our building here, I mean, we've been pretty lucky. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I know, I feel like everyone I know just about has had it. So I think 60% might be a little low. 75% of all kids have had it. Isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah. The pill, uh, President Biden said the pill is uh, now going to be more widely available. So if you get COVID, there'll be a pill that uh, your doctor will be able to uh To give prescribe. you a pill. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Jackson College, uh, they opened up the campus. Um, on Monday, they announced they were going to phase in the next uh, relaxation of protocols at the college, including removing this. This has blocked the Emmons Road entrance to the campus since March of 2020. That's crazy, right? Yep. Um, just in time for uh, graduation. They also are uh, dropping the masks. The mask mandate is gone and they're returning to full capacity. A number of events had been uh, previously planned for uh, Potter Center. The Michigan Shakespeare Festival, not happening mm -hmm. at all in Jackson this year. It's all happening um, in uh, wherever they do it, Royal Oak or... Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Where? I don't know. Chelsea. No, not Chelsea. No, Chelsea? It's, it's over... Somewhere other than Jackson. Uh, Plymouth, Royal Oak, somewhere over there. Um, but they couldn't uh, be assured that there would be uh, capacity uh, limits lifted and mask mandates lifted uh, this summer. But uh, graduations, proms, weddings, all those things, full capacity, no mask. Yeah, so. we've got a few graduations lined up. We're uh, scheduled to help do some live streaming with, and uh, they're coming up. Uh, high school seniors only have a few weeks left, which is, uh, which is just crazy. It's amazing. You'll be able to uh, go to graduation at Jackson College this Saturday. They're doing it outside in the parking lot outside Burt Walker Hall, and they're using the, uh, the portico there at Burt Walker as the stage, and everyone will be in folding chairs in the parking lot. And there's no capacity limits. 
Um, they are honoring two people. The Distinguished Service Award winner is Leland Bassett. He's an alum of Jackson College and he's uh, on the Jackson Foundation board. He has been uh, very supportive of uh, Jackson College over the years. Owns Bassett and Bassett in Detroit. Hmm. And the Ethelene Jones Crockett Distinguished Alumni Award, Christopher Simpson, recently named to the board of trustees at Jackson College, current undersheriff at the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. Congratulations to both fine gentlemen. And uh, Chris, is, Chris does a great job of uh, being visible in the community. Mm -hmm. he's, he's everywhere. So mm -hmm. congratulations to uh, both those uh, well-deserving men. I ran into uh, Masters Drive, Chip, and Putt uh, family, the Coon family yesterday. Oh, Bentley Coon. Yeah, and do you remember how I asked him to bring me back pine straw? <laughs> yes. He did. You're kidding. No, he brought me back some pine straw. And really? his dad brought me back a hat. So huh. thank you to the Coon family. I ran into them at the Kelly Express uh, last night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wasn't expecting the pine straw. And that was, <laughs> so that was a treat for me. Nice. So, Has he been like carrying it around with him? No, he had, it, he had it in a, in, <laughs> it was in the bag with the other merch. Um, I think it's from Augusta National. I hope he didn't just grab that from his yard. <laughs> no, you can tell it's, it's a nicer pine straw, so. Did it smell like pimento cheese? Uh, no, no, it didn't. Mm. No, it didn't. But uh, it's safely at home uh, with some other pine straw that I've had. I was uh, curious uh, to know if he used his JTV Sports golf umbrella while he was there at all. It was beautiful weather. He did not yeah. need to um, did not need to use the umbrella. So. We'll have to get uh, Bentley back on. Yeah, uh, we're talking. We're talking about it. Uh, we're gonna as soon as the weather's nice enough to get outside and golf. Uh, we're gonna get outside and golf. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's another young golfer that's uh, tearing up the place. Um, Brandon, what's your friend's name? Colin Norton. Oh, yeah, Colin. Colin, Colin, Colin Norton. Mm -hmm. he, uh, so he finished third in this years ago. He's a freshman at Jackson, yeah. and uh, he's the best golfer on Jackson's team. It's hard. I mean, he doesn't shoot over par. No, in fact, he tied a course record uh, 59 at, where was it? Just the other day. Amazing. So uh, we'll be know. hearing more about Colin Norton. Yeah, he's good. He's, uh, I will already say he's already a better golfer than his father. <laughs> well, 100%. <laughs> he's a, no yeah. doubt. No doubt. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Wynn. Uh, Consumers Energy announced this morning they are uh, asking the Michigan Public Service Commission for a rate increase as they unveil a $272 million investment in uh, Michigan's energy future to support a more reliable infrastructure. They plan on... Um, building up the grid, um, new wires, new poles, trimming trees, uh, upgrading substations, upgrading equipment. Uh, they plan to invest roughly $1 billion. And how will this uh, translate to your bill? Uh, if approved, and this wouldn't happen probably until next year, it would add a, an additional $7.50 per month um, to your bill. So they are filing that with uh, MPSC uh, this morning. Hmm. Yesterday I was talking about student loan debt, and uh, <laughs> so $195 billion out there. I, th I think student loan debt needs to be wiped clear. Mm -hmm. I really think it needs to be 100% wiped clear, otherwise we're the, the uh, potential recession that we could be going into would be so much worse. If you've got all of these people, millions and millions of people, with all of a sudden a $400 dollar bill due every month. It's just going to cause too many problems. You so know who's against that? I was against it yesterday. You were against it yesterday. 
Now I'm not. Other people that have paid their yeah, student loans. Yeah, and you're looking are, at them. <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> Timing, right? There's been things along the pandemic that uh, you know everyone's been able to take advantage of. Also, it's been a struggle for people along the lines of the pandemic. So, I don't know. I'm thinking big, big, big picture. Um, I'm not smart enough to know all of the ramifications, but my gut tells me if we ask these uh, 43 or 53 million people to start paying back the oh. 1.7 trillion, it ain't gonna get pretty. So, certainly, I'm going to be a major topic of do discussion. You have a, what do you think? Do you have a comment? Well, <laughs> I, th I think the problem is there's the college is too expensive to begin with. Yeah. And yeah. there are, you know, colleges with billions and billions in endowments, billions uh, just sitting on that money. Mm. And uh, I think a lot of um, universities. billions of dollars? University of Michigan, Harvard. Uh, Harvard yeah, does. And there are some professors, they work eight hours a week and make a quarter of a million dollars a year. It's just, it's not, it's not right. Sorry. Okay, well, there <laughs> I mean, you go. It's like the, uh, um, North American International Auto Show coming back. Oh, we nice. haven't had the Detroit Auto Show since 2019. It's amazing. Uh, yesterday announced they will be at the uh, Huntington, what is it called? Huntington, Huntington Place? Center. Huntington Center. It's already sold out. The, the, the main floors are full. So they're going to be out, spread out all over downtown Detroit. They're going to have all kinds of things along um, Jefferson Hart Plaza, the riverfront. And it's going to happen in uh, September. So everybody in the uh, Detroit uh, and Michigan auto industry excited about it's the return. It's too bad we can't have any of those nice cars pictured because the roads are so crappy here. Um, <laughs> But it is yeah. fun to see these cars. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I have not been in years. Um, I always say I would like to go, and then I never end up going. But it's it's very, very cool. Soon you may be able to just drive um, with your eyes closed to Detroit because um, yesterday uh, a company called Cavnu uh, is planning on uh, developing an autonomous vehicle corridor, corridor between Ann Arbor and Detroit. So you could just drive your autonomous car. Uh, is that like the uh, HOV lane? It'll be, yeah, I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe that orange section is the uh, uh, autonomous vehicle lane. I'd probably hop into that lane too, even if I wasn't driving <laughs> in an autonomous. Because I'd know there, there'd be no cops in that lane, Brandon, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The there'd cops be would be autonomous too. Wouldn't really? they? I well, don't let's, know. We would have to see how they handled you Phil, know, actually, real life interaction. Phil Tripp says there's going to be more accidents with uh, autonomous vehicles. I, I happen to think that, yeah. uh, that he's true on that. Mm -hmm. um, I begin my uh, youth soccer coaching season tonight. I'll be coaching oh. your grandson, Jim, and his friends. And I'm a little worried about the weather tonight, getting uh, first and second graders excited to uh, run around outside in the 45 degree weather. So uh, I'm thinking about just bringing pizza. <laughs> I'll be there. Okay, good. Yeah, you should show yeah. up. We could use all the help we could get. We got new soccer chairs for Christmas, and we're anxious, I know. anxious to use them. I know. Um, I helped uh, Mom mm -hmm. take it out of the uh, bag that it comes in and set it up at the soccer game. Well, I, I took them out of the boxes a couple weeks ago, so we're getting close. And those were from your son, Joey. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a nice gift. Yeah. I hope they're as nice as uh, the soccer chairs Mike and Lonnie Shore have. No. Mike Shore soccer chair. 
I, I highly encourage people to uh, find out where he bought this, but uh, it's, it's very nice uh, no matter the weather. I also have some friends that have um, those individual pods that you zip yourself in. Oh, those would be good. Those are great. Those mm -hmm. are very cool for the rain. Um, but yeah, let's get to some high school sports for Extreme Dodge. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our good friends at Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. There we go. Uh, we had a lot of games last night, and thanks to our uh, crack staff for being out there in the cold weather. Concord 8, Springport 6, and then Springport 4, Concord 2, the Big 8 rivals split. Northwest beat Harper Creek 9-1. Penfield took 2 from Western, 3-2 and 5-2 in the I-8. In softball, Springport won both games against Concord. And uh, Lumen Christie and the Fighting Bob Rosex beat Hastings 13 to seven and 16 to one. And I believe that's Bob's first back-to-back -back win wow. as a LC coach. So congratulations. And if it's not, I apologize, Bob. Uh, Northwest softball, they trounced Harper Creek 13-1 and 17 to zip. Ypsilanti beat Jackson. 1911. Boys track and field. Napoleon beat Michigan Center and Addison. Um, and then Michigan Center beat Addison, but Napoleon was the uh, big winner. Grass Lake beat Hanover as well. And according to Noah, it was just cold and uh, miserable out. And he did not have the best time due to that weather. Girls track and field, Napoleon, uh, they, they cruised over Michigan Center, and Addison, or Michigan Center and Addison. Addison beat Michigan Center and Hanover Horton. Over in girls soccer, Pinckney beat Jackson 3-0. And Eaton Rapids beat Northwest 2-0. In boys golf, Hanover Horton, no surprise, they take first place at Lake Leanne. And uh, Lumen Christie was second place in the I-8 at Marshall. And that's a lot of scores. Those are our scores brought to you by Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Today's show is brought to you by Jumpstart Energy. Jumpstart Nutrition and Energy, a place for uh, high energy and good vibes. They serve delicious protein shakes, as we discovered last week. Energy teas, loaded protein coffees, and so much more. Jeff Steers enjoyed uh, one yeah, of these. Yeah, he did. Yes. He, I saw that. Uh, they're, uh, they're healthy bartenders, uh, keeping you entertained while they uh, serve the best to you. They're at 1220 West Parnell Road in Jackson. Check out Jumpstart Nutrition and Energy and get a jumpstart. You know what May 21st is? Your birthday. No, Happy birthday. No, 40 years. No, it's the Barkin Brew. <laughs> presented by Tech, and it's happening at Keeley Park at the American One Event Center. And uh, it's happening from 1 to 6. There's going to be great tastings, great food trucks. But why I am going is the Doggy Talent Show. So uh, I will be looking forward to that. Is this and something new? Yeah, this is. Uh, We've this never is had new. it before. Uh, I don't think so. Because we've is, had the uh, the cat thing. The uh, yeah, the, this is the, to support the Jackson County Animal Shelter spay uh, neuter program and okay. to uh, support Jackson County Animal Emergency Services. Great. So we have that for dogs, and we had the uh, what was it, fur and wine for the uh, the. I don't know. What, what was it? Wine and paws wine and, and wine. paws. 
Whiskers, Whiskers and wine. And wine. <laughs> Thank you, Noah. There's, uh, there's fur in my wine. Yeah, the cat guy. The cat guy's got it. Hey, we've got a great show coming up. We are going to get things started with Dr. Stephen Spadafore from Henry Ford Health Sports Medicine right after this quick break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back. Our show today is presented by Vermeulen's Furniture. Now in their third generation of being family owned and operated, they pride themselves on offering quality name brand furniture at affordable prices. Thanks to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you today's show. Joining us now from Henry Ford Jackson Hospital, specialist in sports medicine, Dr. Steven Spadafore. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Good morning. Excited to be here. Good morning. So uh, we've just been complaining about the spring weather, which I know the athletes probably are too. How about you? Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm certainly ready for, for some warmer weather. And you know, last weekend was a nice refreshing break from the cold and you know, hopefully yeah. soon it, we get some more sustained weather like that. What type of uh, challenges does this kind of spotty weather present uh, our athletes out here in town? Yeah, so certainly when it's colder or, or wet and rainy, I mean, you think about other injuries and stuff that can happen. The body doesn't get warmed up as easily. Um, you know, if it's wet and, and slick on, on a plain surface, that can create some potentials for, for slips and falls and injuries mm -hmm. in that way. Uh, and then from a logistical standpoint, game cancellations and having to fit all that in can, can make things challenging uh, for our staff. But, um, you know, pretty soon, hopefully it'll warm up yeah. and, and we can round the corner here. Uh, how long have you been at uh, Henry Ford? So I actually started in December at Henry Ford. So um, before that, I, I uh, was doing my training at the University of Michigan um, and was uh, excited and, and fortunate to, to hear about this position at Henry Ford and, and get started. It's been a good, good four, four and a half months now. So. What's your uh, background in sports? I, I assume you were an athlete as well. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, I, I never get that. <laughs> you know? Oh, actually, people think I played basketball. Really? Yeah. Well, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Basketball is not my sport. Um, I, played, I played a lot of sports in high school growing up, so uh, football was my favorite. Um, I, I, went to, I grew up in Franklin, uh, so uh, football was my favorite sport growing up. I wrestled a little bit. Uh, and then I, I also played baseball. Ran track one year, but decided I liked baseball more. So, um, and then in college, I primarily focused on my studies. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, nowadays, you know, I still get out there and golf a little bit, and I run and and do some weightlifting occasionally. But yeah. well, it's too bad you're not into basketball because you're probably going to play in the Gus Macker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Henry Ford Sports <laughs> Medicine has a team. Yes. In Gus Macker. And um, Dr. Joe is pretty intense. I've, I've heard, I've heard. That was, uh, I think that was going on during kind of my, my hiring process. And, uh, you know, I've never played with Dr. Medlin, uh, who's, my, who's my partner at, at Henry Ford, but, uh, but I hear he's, he's quite the good basketball player. He is. So, it was yeah. surprising. Yeah. yeah. 
So good. Well, we can't wait to watch him play. <laughs> Hopefully, you can uh, you can be there just in case anything happens. Yeah, right, right, what right, exactly. uh, What are the most common causes uh, for injury that you, that you're seeing? Um, so, I mean, it it varies widely. Um, you know, we we work uh, in our orthopedic department, so uh, we do see a lot of musculoskeletal injuries, ankle sprains, knee sprains, shoulder sprains, all, all those kind of things that can happen. Um, but we don't just see musculoskeletal injuries. We also, um, you know, can treat concussions. Um, and as a primary care sports medicine doctor, I also see uh, medical issues that can affect the athlete. So whether it's asthma or um, cardiac issues um, that we can uh, treat and, and clear patients appropriately and make sure that they're, they're safe for sports participation. Uh, but probably the most common thing we see are, are musculoskeletal yeah. injuries. So. It's got to be hard with uh, the spring sports season being so short to have a, an athlete get an injury. It's, it's like it's the end of the season. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's never our goal. I mean, we do everything we can to, to keep our athletes out there. Um, you know, having, having been a, a high school athlete myself, I, I, I understand and appreciate how much this means to the athletes and, and their families. You know, you get uh, kind of a, a four-year window, most people do, to, to be involved in competitive team sports, so it means a lot to them. So, so our goal is always to safely you know, keep our athletes out there and keep them participating. And that's um, sort of what we try to do in sports medicine. One thing I've noticed, and not at the high school level, but at the youth level and even some maybe middle school level, you don't see stretching anymore like, like you should. You know, you don't see the pregame, pre-practice stretching. How important is stretching before and after your workouts? Yeah, I mean, it's certainly it's important to warm up. Uh, you never want to want to go out there just just cold. Um, but, uh, you know, we encourage dynamic warm-ups and um, more so than just sort of static stretching and right. stuff like that. That is important as well, but, um, but yeah, um, all of that kind of goes into the preparation of, of having a safe, safe season. If someone has a particular injury, is it likely that that's going to be the next thing that happens? It's going to be recurring? Uh, it depends. I mean, it depends on the injury. Um, um, we, we usually... Um, you know, we'll, we'll treat the injury and, and each one's different, you know, it, it can be anything from, from just kind of a nagging injury that we kind of, you know, work on load management and, and, uh, and supporting them and getting them through the season to, you know, unfortunately bad things happen and, mm -hmm. and um, they could be out for the, for the year. But, um, but uh, you know, it, it, it's not every injury ends up being a, a recurring injury necessarily. So, you're right about the stretching. I saw a lot of the cramps, cramping during the NCAA. Well, yeah, part of that is probably uh, not enough water as water. well. But yeah, you gotta hydrate. Yeah, gotta hydrate. Are you are you concerned with? Uh, you know, I had an overuse injury when I was in college. Are mm -hmm. you concerned or seeing more of that with the amount of games that maybe youth soccer, youth baseball or softball are, are playing? Yeah, great question. Uh, we are seeing that more and more nationally, um, especially as uh, kids sort of specialize in a particular sport. Mm -hmm. They play year round, um, whereas, you know, years and decades ago it was kind of unheard of for kids to get overuse thing. That's a, you know, as I'm getting older, that's an, that's an old guy thing. Yeah. It's an overuse <laughs> injury. But uh, as they specialize and, and don't take time off throughout the year, they can get overuse injuries. Um, 
You know, we also, we, while we do treat our athletes here in the Jackson community at, at high schools and several colleges in the area, we also see sort of your weekend warrior, sure. your, you know, recreational athlete. And so we do see a lot of overuse injuries in that population mm -hmm. as well. Um, and we can do, you know, various procedures, non-operative, minimally invasive procedures to kind of get those treated um, that we didn't always have available to us before. So. So you guys are, well, I see on the sidelines and at the games, mm -hmm. um, you've got trainers and actually doctors showing up at the games, right? Yep, what's, what's uh, What are your uh, typical duties? What's, what's it like to be a, a sports uh, medicine uh, doctor? Yeah, absolutely. So, I, so our model is, I think, uh, great. I think uh, we have, so we have our non-operative sports medicine team and we work closely with our operative sports medicine team as well, Dr. Walper, who is our surgeon. Um, and, uh, and then we also have uh, athletic trainers who we work with who are contracted with the schools in the area. And we're constantly in contact with the trainers. They're asking us about their athletes and if they have, you know, need them to be seen, the athletes are able to get uh, access and come into the clinic and access to imaging. And, um, uh, and so we have a really good relationship with our trainers, our doctors, and good continuity with the with the patients in that way, um, you know, and with the with their parents mm -hmm. as well, um, we're able to kind of facilitate communication through the through the trainers in that way, um, and then certainly, yep, yeah, for especially for football games in the fall, where we try to have docs at, at every game, um, you know, supervising and making sure that everything's going okay. Yeah. What's uh, what's most rewarding about your job um, as early on as you are, yeah. but you know. Uh, Finish school, you're training, and, and probably in a position that you always dreamed of. Yes, absolutely. So, um, I mean, I love sports, uh, always have, and, and um, uh, have a passion for it. And so I love, I love working with athletes. I love the patient population I work with. Um, specifically here in Jackson, I, I grew up in, in kind of a similar community, mm -hmm. a, a rural sort of hardworking community. Um, and so I love the patient population here. Um, um, the, the family environment and the, and the sense of community, um, I, I enjoy taking, taking care and in, in meeting the people of this community. Um, but yeah, I, I find huge value as a doctor in, in keeping people active, keeping them exercising. Uh, patients, you know, they, they come to see me because they want to do something they're passionate about mm -hmm. and, they, and they can't uh, for whatever reason or, or, or not as well as they want to. And so uh, to get to, you know, uh, allow them to do that or help them towards those goals is, is hugely rewarding. So. That's awesome. Well, yeah. uh, welcome to Jackson Thank officially, so and yeah. uh, we look forward to, to seeing you uh, around at some of these sporting events. Thank you so much. Appreciate yes. it. Happy to be here. Dr. Steven Spadafor from Henry Ford Health Sports Medicine. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back. Our show today is brought to you by Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping, and they provide complete design, installation, and maintenance of decks, retaining walls, patios, gazebos, water features, and more. And... They take care of my lawn, which is no easy task because <laughs> I do not take care of my lawn that well. So thank you to uh, Patrick especially. Uh, give them a call. It's time.
to uh, get your lawn ready or that landscape project that you've been wanting to do. Give Wilcox a call today. Next on the show is the president and CEO of both the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce and Experience Jackson, Craig Hatch. Morning, Craig. Morning. Morning. It's been a little while. Double CEO. I Double like, CEO. I like that. <laughs> it's, that can be fun and that can be <laughs> busy at times. Yeah, for love sure. It, love it. Great team. We've uh, you know, been there two years now, a yeah. um, little, little over two years, and we've had some great people involved through those two years, uh, but the team that we've kind of been able to develop through that is, mm -hmm. is great. Everyone, everyone's settling in and uh, honestly, uh, kind of ahead of where I thought we would be yeah. um, as far as, you know, I knew we'd, as I kind of joke, we, we drafted really well. Mm -hmm. We have the draft coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Draft's coming to Detroit, Michigan too. That's right. Years. That's, that's awesome. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Uh, we drafted really well. Yeah. Uh, but not, not only that, everyone's really settling in and not just talented, but talented for their role. Yeah. So very excited about what, what's what's happening and, and where we're going. Yeah, and the staff is uh, fully committed, fully engaged in the yeah. community, and we've seen that as events have started to open back up. You guys have been out and about, and uh, you're putting on events of your own. Yeah, um, well, well, we've had our MLK, MLK breakfast in January. Mm -hmm. We had our annual meeting in Night of Distinction, which uh, Tim Booth is just an amazing. Again, I didn't, you know, I worked with Tim all the way back into the 90s at the Speedway, yeah. and just an amazing person for the community and for the team and fits just really well and finding that, you know, we used to have the bump the lamp um, program at the Speedway and mm -hmm. we kind of still use that, but just find those little things to make it better. And we took the annual meeting, turned it into the Night of Distinction, brought it downtown, Michigan mm -hmm. Theater and Veritas, great partners. And that was just an amazing event. Both that and the MLK um, just went really well. We just graduated our, um, 40th Leadership Jackson, now over a thousand folks from the Jackson community have been through Leadership Jackson. And a great program, you know, we, we partner with nonprofits locally and we, we bring in mostly local uh, instructors and they donate their time to just really take, bring some of our mostly younger, soon to be community leaders, business mm -hmm. leaders, legislative leaders uh, in for a, a program and that went really well. And then we just had challenge day yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, so we had two days of challenge day that we support through the MLK breakfast. And that's a great program for our youth, seventh graders uh, around the community. I was at Springport yesterday. Um, so that went really well and, and women's week. Uh, we mm -hmm. did a couple things different with women's week this year, it second year we've done it. But really it, it ended on Friday with a panel discussion and it was truly inspiring. Uh, we had a great panel of, of women leaders in our community there, and uh, yes, it's been a very busy. I mean, we're we're just past April, and uh, so we've we've been very very busy, and coming up on some other big events. So, um, yeah, wow. and so that's just the chamber. That's just yeah. half of my CEO status. Yeah, um, yeah. Looking forward to you know we have the golf outing coming up. Yep. Already sold out. Already sold uh, out. We were talking about yeah. beforehand. Someone, you, you're not even technically yeah, playing yet. I don't so. even have a team. I had to, had to call a couple of partners yesterday <laughs> and say, hey, if you have an open spot, <laughs> yeah. I'd like to golf. I'm going to have to do that um, as well. But it, yeah, just great support from the community on that. A great event at the Jackson Country Club. Mm -hmm. And every year, again, Tim Booth will find something. Um, we had the Players Plaza last year, which yeah. we've already come up with some new ideas for that. So, again, always trying to make it better. Always trying to improve upon that. So that's coming up. And Disney, yeah, we I have talk our about this. Uh, yeah Disney educational program. Mm -hmm. so, this was uh, this now this was a program that had been worked on before the pandemic, <laughs> and actually wasn't it wasn't it scheduled? 
Uh, twice like, now. Yeah. Uh, actually, three times because we rescheduled last year. So okay. uh, we have, I've been a part of planning this Disney program, this Disney day for two years. So it better go well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's it's great to bring, you know, Disney has some of the, the best programs for customer service, uh, employee engagement. And that's what we're going to be talking about is employee yeah. engagement uh, in the country, in the world. And we bring their instructors here to Jackson, Michigan for a day and give not only Jackson, but our local communities to be able to, because it, it is open to not just chamber members, mm -hmm. to be able to come in and spend a day with them to learn and understand. So a lot of companies get a lot of value of sending their, their HR team, their leadership team, yeah. or some of their employees, um, especially those who are looking to, to grow within the, in their business. So yeah. very excited to, after two years, to actually be able to yeah. host this event, yeah. And I, of course, you know I'm a biz, big Disney person. Big Disney fan. Yeah. Anyone yeah. who's ever been, I'll say. You could probably did. give the Disney seminar. I think I, could, <laughs> I think I could be a guest speaker. But no, I mean, anyone who leaves there, they always say, man, they do it right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll find out the yeah. secret sauce. How do you uh, sign up for that? Uh, go to website. our website. Yeah, yeah, we have so much going on. Um, you go to our website, hit our events page, and it drops down. Cool. Certainly call Amanda or Tim on the team if you have any questions. We have a new uh, track president that the mm -hmm. community is going to be able to meet at one of your events. Yeah, Joe Fowler. So obviously a lot of folks know I have a lot of history with NASCAR yes. and MIS, and I'm very excited that they brought Joe in. Um, you know, they've, I, I've, I've been attached to the Speedway since Gene Haskett, so I've seen the Gene yeah. Haskett days yeah. and the Brett Shelton days. Roger Curtis, um, Roger brought me back to the track, actually. We worked together in California. Um, and of course, Rick Brenner for a little while here. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think timing-wise and the personality they need, not just at the track, not just with NASCAR, but for this community and our local communities, because they really need to bring back that connection. Yes. They, you know, for us to be proud of that gem we have in our community again, and to have someone who wants to be a part of that. I, I foresee Joe. Uh, you know, he moved his wife here, awesome. wife and dogs. Um, yeah, he's already moved here. That's a big so, commitment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's number yeah. one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, the last track president lived in New Hampshire. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's one of those, and you know, from, from being there, you really got to be all in, right? Yeah, not only all in, but the importance of being a part of the community, and Joe gets this, yeah. and Joe's the right personality, but the importance of being a part of the community you know, we need to support it. We need to be there working. We need to be mm -hmm. buying tickets, not just the race weekends, but all the events they have right. all summer long I and mean, through the winter with night lights. Yep. So they've turned that facility, and, and I'm proud to say I've, I've been a part of that through the years, turned that facility into a year-round venue that brings people to Jackson, Lenaway County, mm -hmm. spending money and bringing it to our community. So And some great events. So, yeah, Joe, uh, we have a lunch with him next week, uh, May 9th. May 9th. And uh, very excited. I, I've had a little experience with Joe before uh, running into him a couple of times since he's been back or been here from Kansas. And uh, he's here, he's committed, and I expect him to be a part of this community for a long, community for a long time. Great. Well, you know, we, you mentioned um, Gene Haskett, uh, Brett Shelton, uh, Roger Curtis. Those guys really set a great standard yeah. for how to run right. that track and be part of the community. So we'll look forward to this, this yep. new guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Joe's going to be great. Cool. So, Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Always a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Good luck uh, getting back to the double CEO duty. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting in on the golf team <laughs> for, the, for the outing. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Andy needs somebody to invite him to play in the chamber. <laughs> yeah, I'm a good time. I'm not a great golfer, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Craig Hatch, President and CEO of the Chamber and EJ. Stay tuned. Uh, more of the morning show coming up next with the folks from U.S. Staffing. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure 
at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. The second annual downtown spring fling is happening on Sunday, May 1st. I'll be there. I can't wait. I always spend a lot of money at, uh, at these vendors. So 11 to 4 p.m. on Sunday, May 1st. Pop-up vendors, sip and shop. There'll be food trucks. And there is a ferry app challenge. So should be a uh, fun day. Hopefully we get some uh, nice weather for that. Our next guests are from U.S. Staffing, Business Development and Safety Manager Jim Dolson, and Sales Executive Jeff Hawley. Welcome to the show. Yeah, Welcome. Thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. So, Jeff, first I'd like to apologize that we share the same last name because I get all the time. Am I related to you? Absolutely. I can't imagine how much you get. You actually had to move town because you got I so did, much. Yep. I did, I left for a while. Just I, I couldn't be that close to you guys anymore. <laughs> it was one of the questions we asked you, I think, when, we, when you first. I didn't know you then. When we interviewed, I was like, you related to Bart already? Yeah. Nope. Just, just <laughs> everywhere, anytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're glad to have you Glad to have you here and uh, yeah. excited uh, that you're at U.S. Staffing. Tell us a little bit about uh, what you uh, do at U.S. Staffing. Well, I work with uh, both our current customers, new customers, you know, focus on uh, bringing in some of the new clients and the wonderful businesses around Jackson. Did you go to school with Brandon? I did, yep. I, I thought so. I, I think I've known Brandon since he was probably seven, since we were seven <laughs> or so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. You break out the stories. That's yeah, well, there, there may be one or so, two. And I was actually talking yeah. with uh, uh, Ben Jones. Yeah. Um, president a couple yeah. weeks ago and we talked about company culture a little yeah. bit and yeah. I didn't know we were going to talk about that today. I actually yeah, we asked sprung him, that on you. I actually yeah. was asking him his uh, some of his secrets to success but yeah. uh, you know that's kind of that's kind of your arena. Talk a little bit about yeah. um, co company so culture. So when you think about well it doesn't even have to be just at work but like any organization you belong to has got a culture. And, you know, U.S. staff is no different than that. So when you think about like yeah what is our culture take a look at the stuff you already know like mm -hmm. look to see what people are wearing yeah. Look to see what they eat during the day. Like, you know, we've got snacks around the office. It's, mm -hmm. part, it's part of what we do. Yeah. Um, oh, the words that people say and the phrases that they say. So I'm going to test Jeff. Jeff, if I say the, <laughs> if I say the word Jeff, this is, a, this is a U.S. staffing culture thing. If I say the words Jeff, I've earned the hockey puck. What would you say? It, it means that you would have done something that uh, was maybe not in the best interest of the company. Yes. Maybe, okay. maybe it was something to be poked a little bit fun at. No, Every okay, year no, so. we, get, we give out the hockey puck award okay. to somebody. It's the person that uh, tried to bring the company down from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> now you wouldn't think that that would be a good way to build company culture, but it's, it is. It is. Look, yeah, we have honest mistakes. It. Yeah. It's so, honest yeah. mistakes. Yeah. And it's, it's a way for us to admit to, hey, we're all human and we all share in the, you got caught this time and we all share in that. But it's part of who we are. You know, we're part, so part of a culture too is you figure out how you relate to each other. Yeah. And I say for the most part, we're pretty transparent. Like yeah. we make a mistake, we own it. And that's the hockey yeah. puck award, so. So yeah. now you guys, you guys are also placing people to fit other companies' cultures. Talk a little bit about that process. Well, yeah, I mean, I think uh, it's a, a bit of a two-part question. But um, yeah, we, we really look and try and, and play matchmaker a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we certainly try and bring our HR skills into every business we work with uh, to take some of that off of their plate. But also there's, a, there's an employee side. We place a lot of folks, and I feel like we do a pretty good job. We're bringing people into uh, 
to a facility where they're going to get a job. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not going to go through the scrutiny of, of applying for jobs, interviewing, and then not getting it. And so I think there becomes a little bit of that fear of rejection. Oh, yeah. So knowing that people can come into a, a U.S. staffing office and talk about different jobs, different things that they'd like to pursue, and try and align that and match them up and, and really overcome some of those fears. Yeah, the term temporary staffing can get a bad rap, can it? It does. It does. And we, we try to overcome that. The thing that kind of just to play off what Jeff was talking about is, what we try to do is tell our customers and our clients, listen, we are sort of an extension of your HR department. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, we're the people who can go out and do some of the work to find people, spend the money on marketing, recruiting, so that you don't have to do that. Let us do that. And oh, by the way, we're pretty good at it. So we know how to recruit people. Mm -hmm. We know how to vet them. You know, so speaking of culture, to kind of tie that back in, what we try to do is get to know our customers from the inside. We try to get to know the supervisors, uh, the hiring managers, so that we understand, you know, when we have people come in who want a job, it's, yeah, maybe are they a good fit for this organization or not? Mm -hmm. So as best we can, we try to we play matchmakers, kind of what Jeff said. Absolutely. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's some of what we do is just act as an extension of a company's HR department. So, yeah, for yeah. someone that wants to be, you know, a, a temporary staff and employee, they do get it. You know, I think we are exposed to substitute teachers as the first temporary and they, they <laughs> get a bad rap right. yeah. yeah i know we always took advantage of them yeah exactly <laughs> i mean it's a tough job and yeah. really to come in as the temp you know yeah. they might get the you know crappy job dumped on them but and, this mm -hmm. is you know the times have changed where where this temp job can lead to uh, a better job in a career even right guys yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. I, I think you know our goal is to to hire someone to retire so you know sending someone mm -hmm. in the right position with the right place, uh, helping get them the right skills, uh, helping also get them to overcome some of life's obstacles. You know, there's transportation issues, there's uh, child, care. child care issues. Yeah. So, so really looking at some of those things, finding out what resources are available. Right. And we've, we've changed our language too. So, I mean, if you think about five, six years ago, we did use that term temp. I mean, it's mm -hmm. been around for a long time, but we've switched more to assigned employees. So. You know, we recognize the people that we're putting uh, in other customers' locations. They're like any other employee, except they just happen to be hired and paid through us. Mm -hmm. uh, so we call them assigned employees. It takes away some of that, I think, some of the stigma, stigma maybe sure. associated with uh, the temporary teacher or substitute teacher mm -hmm. mentality. Yeah. Ryan on the office. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the office, Absolutely. that's right. It, yeah. it's, not, it's not out of the norm for people to be very nervous during interviews and, and things like that at all, is it? No, they, they do. During the interviews, some of, our, some of the people who come into us um, are nervous. And when they have to go visit our customer site to like get a tour yeah. and that whatnot, uh, we try to coach them a little bit Probably. and say, you know what? Just be yourself, but mm -hmm. here's some things you don't say. Yep. Um, here's some things you should wear or <laughs> right, not wear. Right. Um, that sort of thing. So yeah, we coach them cool. a little bit. What to expect? I mean, there's nothing like walking into something brand new, never been yeah. there before, never seen it, never met anybody. So really trying to prepare people for what they're going to walk into. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, every everyone's nervous when they walk into their first they situation, do. especially on, yeah. a, on a new job. So yeah, it's absolutely. great. Your pr your preparation with these uh, yeah. candidates is awesome. And we also like give them a heads up on what we. So I'm also the safety manager for U.S. staffing. So we've got I don't know a number, a lot of customers each week. You know, a few hundred people out in the field each week. So one of the things we try to do is give our folks a heads up on hey, if you're going to go into this place and work, if you're being asked to do something you don't you don't feel comfortable with. Just say it. Mm -hmm. Just say, I don't feel comfortable doing that. So we're trying to instill safety, a safety culture as well with our own employees 
even though they may be going into companies who don't, uh, they may have a better safety culture than us or one that's not as good. Mm -hmm. And so we try to use that word culture to try mm -hmm. to coach people as well how to do their job safely. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh gee, I've never operated a bandsaw before. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Lesson one, yeah. <laughs> keep your hands away. Right? Yeah. And you guys are growing and constantly improving and uh, you're, you're placing so many people in the workforce, it's gotta be satisfying. It is, yeah, it's fun to, uh, I mean, Jeff does the sales side yeah. to get the customers and uh, so it's fun to see that grow. We've added a Grand Rapids branch as well, mm -hmm. uh, looking at some other locations uh, throughout the US. And uh, boy, if there's a time where, where a, uh, a staffing agency is needed as right now, it is, it is difficult yeah. to find people. And so we call it marketing, not recruiting. Sure. We actually put money in our marketing dollars mm -hmm. And that's how we go after people. Yep. A lot of digital marketing. Um, that's what you got to do now. Yeah. So. So yeah. So it is the market. Companies can't find people. So to, to use U.S. staffing is is that what the good alternative then? It's a great alternative. Yeah. I mean, we are the we can be the marketing arm. It's kind of how we look at ourselves as well. Well, and it takes so much time right now to recruit. So you know, some of the smaller companies, even the larger ones, you know, you're spending yeah. someone full time to do that, just recruiting, interviewing, yeah. uh, some of those things. So. Uh, allowing us to come in and help do that or take that off of your plate, you know, allows those companies to be successful in what they do and allows us to be, you know, successful in what we do. Yeah, I think you guys can definitely uh, identify quality candidates in person better than some of the uh, throw your do. money at the websites that out there. That is exactly like that. what we do, yeah. yeah. So we, we tune our marketing towards specific campaigns yeah. to get people. So, cool. yeah. Andy, they brought your golf. They brought, yeah, uh, golf well, balls. one for each, but I'm going to take both because these are nice. I don't want them yep. in the woods. So. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. You know, if you leave one or two on the course, it's okay. I will. They, they have a logo on there for I us. So. I will. Um, I'll write Ben's name on it. Yeah, so absolutely. Awesome. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now all you need is an invite into the Chamber Audit. Uh, ben, if you're listening, I hope you have an extra slot on your team. Well, we, we just talked about that this morning. So there you if, go. if you're ready, we could use uh, a yeah. ringer. There you go. Well, I wouldn't be a ringer, but I could play. So. Thanks for coming in today. Yeah, for sure. Guys. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. Jim Dolson and Jeff Hawley from U.S. Staffing. The morning show continues after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. Interesting story out of uh, Washington State. You know those uh, rest areas that have the lean-to um, outhouses? Mm. I'm not familiar. Uh, well, this is what they look like. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, we have them up north. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know long, what they were called. Yeah, yeah I like them. Like uh, around Cadillac. There's a, I mean, there's play, they're all over. Well, in Washington, uh, the... Brennan Fire Department and Quilcene Fire Rescue responded to this, uh, what they call a vault toilet, a, re a report of a female in her 40s fell into the vault toilet. Oh, she was looking for her phone, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I heard about yes, that. she dropped her cell phone while using the toilet. She then attempted to dismantle the toilet and retrieve it. After taking apart the seat and the housing, she used her dog's leash to try fishing it out. Eventually, she took the leashes to help support herself, uh, failed. She slid 
in and fell into the vault head first. Yes, after 20 minutes of attempting to get out, she was able to locate her phone (laughs) and called 911. Uh, They arrived and they had to make a makeshift cribbing platform uh, that she then was able to get out and after she was removed, they uh, washed her down with a hose, fire hose, and gave her a Tyvek suit to wear. Uh, they mm. encouraged her to seek uh, medical attention, but she was so embarrassed, she just went home. Hopefully <laughs> took a shower. Oh my God, that would be awful. I, wouldn't, I, I would need to take showers for a month uh, straight to just... Uh, Have I, you I ever know. dropped your phone in the toilet? No, have you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah, at a casino once. It's like... Uh, it's awful. They say that's the cleanest water there is. Mm. Don't they? I don't think so. Hey, Mother's <laughs> Day is coming up on May 8th. Don't forget. A um, couple ideas. You go to the jewelry shop or uh, right next door to us, the Blessed Nest. They have some great gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so stop by and see them. Those would be two of my picks. I'll have some more picks next week. Yeah, in fact, um, it's coming up fast. It's a week and a half away. Who's on the uh, show tomorrow? Tomorrow we'll have Dr. Matthew Badke along with a visit with Experience Jackson and Rachel Buchanan. And uh, today on the Bart Holly Show, we're taking a break. You'll have to watch yesterday's show. That's all for today. We'll see you tomorrow.